Hello, pals. It's me, Kayla, your host of Big Kids, the podcast about giant kids and everything that it means to kind of become an adult, maybe. Who knows? So today's episode, we're talking about committed relationships. So we're talking about not necessarily the beginning of a relationship where you're going to know each other, but we're talking about the legit stuff. Uh, not that not that the beginning of the relationship isn't legit, but I'm talking about common law. I'm talking about legal marriage. I'm talking about moving in together and creating an actual life. So there's going to be a few topics that we discuss over this, uh, such as boundaries, important conversations to have, the actual legalities of common law, and the legalities of marriage. So we're just going to jump into it. So look at your partner, wherever they are, and think, we're about to have a really deep conversation tonight. So let's do it. So stuff's going well. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, it's getting serious. You guys might have just moved in together. You guys are talking about serious stuff. You just got engaged. You just got divorced and then you're getting engaged again. You're officially common law and you want to do your taxes together. So let's talk about the ins and the outs. Disclaimer, I am married. I'm married to a dude. His name is Bo. You probably have seen him on my Instagram and also in my life. Who knows? Maybe he'll be on here one day. I don't know what he would talk about other than gaming and welding, but he might have something really important to say. We have been married at this point for like three years or so, and I was a child. This might, you might think I have, um, I might have led you astray. You might think, oh, Kayla, it doesn't really sound like you're a young adult, but I got married pretty much as a child. I was only 20 and I am 23. So if you do the math, it adds up. I'm still a young adult. If you, if you Gen Z's, which I am a Gen Z, if you tell me I am old, I will lose my damn mind. So there were a few things. We did couples counseling beforehand. We didn't live together before we got married. So that was a whole nother thing added into the big changes. And there were legalities that came with getting married. I did take his last name because it was nicer than mine. So there are also things in that that are really important. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the important conversations. Here's my list of five things that I think are really important to talk about before things get really serious. So whether this is before you get married, before you move in together, before you make it really official, if you really want to get serious in a conversation, then I think these are the five things that are important. And as you know, I love money and I'm obsessed with it. So that's going to be the number one thing. The first conversation, well, not the first conversation, but the conversation that involves all of these pillars, one of the main things is going to be money. Money is really important. And depending on where you come from, it's really uncomfortable to talk about. And it's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about somebody that you're in a relationship with. So the first thing that we want to talk about, money. We want to talk about money management. How do they budget What do they think about money? What's their relationship with it? The second part of that is, are we going to merge our finances? Are we going to do a joint account? Are we going to keep things separate? How are we going to pay the bills? What is the goal here when it comes to money? Debt. 
sometimes for some people, debt isn't a big deal. For me, it was a big deal, and that was one of the main things. I wanted to know exactly how much debt he had. I wanted to see an exact amortization schedule of how much interest he was going to be paying on it every year, and I wanted him to have a set plan to pay it off. We are now debt-free. I would like to thank me for that one. But I think debt is a really important thing to talk about with somebody that you're in a romantic relationship with, especially if you're getting married or if you're becoming common law, because then their debt kind of is your debt. And if I didn't get to enjoy building your $5,000 PC, then I don't want to be paying for it. So money's really important. The second thing that I think is important, and I know a lot of us are gearing away from this, is children. Firstly, if you want children, the reality is, is that most of us, eh, well, maybe not most of us, but a lot of us actually don't want children at this point. So do you want children? How many children do you want? How are we going to raise them? What are the values, the religion, the beliefs? What, how are we going to discipline them? Are we hardcore old school or are we a little bit more passive? What are the goals with raising children? What kind of school do we want them to go to? Are we going to plan to save for a college fund for them? This is a really big conversation. And yeah, sure, maybe don't bring it up on the third date or he, he or she or they might get a little bit scared. But I think it's a really important thing to talk about when you're actually getting really serious, really committed, etc., etc. Three, personal goals. So... Surprisingly, a lot of people actually don't talk about their personal goals as much as I would expect. Maybe that's because I ask inappropriate questions to people I barely know. But what do you want to do with your life? What are your career goals? Are you planning on going to school? Are you going to take out student loans? Do you want to live in a mansion? Do you want to live in a boat? I think that personal goals, especially the bigger ones, are really important because it can allow you to compare your lifestyle versus theirs or the expectation of where your lifestyles are going to go. Me and Bo are so comfortable talking about money and we always have been. We were raised different with money. We have different relationships with money. I'm obviously obsessed with it. He could probably care less. But when it came to personal goals, that was a really big one that was hard because to me, I, I wanted to live in a high-rise apartment and have a cat and like live that really, really urban city life. And to him, he kind of wanted a ranch or like not a ranch, but he wanted to live on an acreage and be very nomadical. So it was a huge lifestyle difference that we actually didn't really discuss beforehand and came to bite us in the butt recently. So I think that personal goals is really important because it can kind of let you gauge what you want. I remember back in the day when we first started dating, our personal goals were a lot different than they were now as well. So maybe we did catfish each other a little bit, but I didn't want to buy a house. I didn't want to be tied down. I wanted to only travel. I wanted to be a freelancer. I wanted kids. And now I don't know if I want kids. I work a normal job. I All I want to do is buy a house. So sometimes personal goals change. And it's good to talk about that and discuss it to see if you're willing to change with the goals that they have. Four, each other's family. 
This one doesn't seem like a really big deal, but it does come to be one. Um, me and Bo's families are both, we both come from separated families. So my mom and dad aren't together and his mom and dad aren't together. So we have four separate families between the two of us, which makes Christmas really complicated. There's also a lot of trauma that can come from family. So it's really good to discuss each other's relationships with their families their expectations on, on, on how often they want to see them, how often you want to see your families, if you even want to be a part of your own family. It's really good to have that discussion to set yourself up for success and to know, just to know, just to know the baggage that might come with it, to know the expectations that are coming in the future and etc. Lastly, but definitely not leastly, is expectations and roles. And I'm not necessarily talking about gender roles because my gender role is everything that I possibly could even imagine I'm able to do it and I will do it. So yeah, I'm going to balance the budget. I'm also going to cook a kick-ass meal and I'm going to start a Fortune 500. I don't know if that's today, but maybe one day. So... Expectations come down to the housework. Is it split separately? Do we have different roles in the house? Is it equal? What are we doing? And this is really, really important because this is where your strengths and your weaknesses come out. My weakness is washing dishes. My strength is everything else. So I'm usually not the one to wash the dishes because you know it's going to be disgusting and you're not going to want to eat off the plates. Especially in relationships where maybe you come from a really traditional family and it's very specific roles, but your partner comes from a household that isn't as traditional and the roles are a lot fuzzier, you will go in with those expectations of what the role should be, the relationship, what the chores are, what the different responsibilities are. And it's good to come to terms with who does what, do we do it both, what are our strengths, what are our weaknesses. It's awesome to do that. So now that we're done with the nitty-gritty conversations, I'm getting into three different types of relationships. We're going to start off with number one, which is moving in together. This is a huge jump, but like say you're just starting to move in together. There's a few things that you need to know about the logistics of it as well as the other things. I have the mindset that I can only rely on myself, which isn't necessarily the best thing in the world. So when me and my husband finally moved in together, we also took a roommate and her son. And my mindset was everything is going to be in my name so that if one of these guys jumps ship and leaves the boat, then the captain's not going to sink and I am the captain. So I put my name on the rental agreement. I put my name on every single bill. I paid all the deposits except for obviously the damage deposit because I was really broke. So all those things were put in my name, which I thought was really important. In retrospect, I don't necessarily think it was. So one of the main things you need to talk about is who's taking on what? Whose name is going on the utility bill? Whose name is going on the rent? Are both of our names going on the rental agreement, et cetera, et cetera. The second thing you might want to talk about and discuss and think about is how you want to do the finances. This can sometimes be as simple as 50-50 everything. We're splitting all the costs. We're splitting all of the everything. 
Or it could be a little bit different. It could be I pay the rent, you pay the bills, which would be awesome if you're in the bills position, but if you're in the rent position, a little bit less. So it's really important to talk about how your finances are going to work and how you want to split the things that you're paying for. Do you want to split the price of furniture when you're the one that wants a flawless, 100% authentic Persian rug and he doesn't? So that's something really important to think about. Secondly is chores, household chores. Who's cleaning the barbecue? Who's making the bed? Who's washing the kitchen? One of the things that we did, well, we live with roommates, so it's a little bit different. If it was maybe just me and him, it would be a lot more, um, it would make a lot more sense. But we split everything into weeks. So we, one of us cleans the living room, one of us cleans the kitchen, one of us cleans the bathroom, and it like just changes every single week and rolls over. Moving in together is also really stressful because all of a sudden you go from maybe 20, 10 to 10% of your time is spent with a person to all of a sudden most of your time is spent around a person and you realize you actually fundamentally hate them. I'm just kidding. But it's harder than people tell you. Like it's really freaking hard. Nobody told me that I was going to be so disgusted by the pile of socks beside the bed. Like, I didn't even know that I could have nightmares about socks. But it happens because all of a sudden you're seeing these flaws in people that you never realized before because you didn't really see them in an element. So it's important to discuss these things and also stress management. Being able to openly have dialogue and be like, your socks are making me physically ill. You need to clean them up. And to just set those boundaries and also to set the boundaries with free time. I didn't realize that Bo was such a gamer and I am not overly a gamer because I become obsessive and I easily become addicted. So that was something that I had to make into a free time situation like We spend time as individuals and you're going to game and I'm going to take a bath for like hours. So it's really important to establish free time, to establish boundaries, to have open dialogue about expectations and to also understand that there's probably going to be flaws in your partner that you never really would have expected, that you might not even fundamentally agree with. So it's a big deal and... Nobody really says how big of a deal it is, but once you kind of come to terms with things and you get into the groove and it becomes really comfortable, it you ease into it and you get dual income and that's pretty sweet. Well, maybe not dual income, but you get someone to split the bills with that you can also probably kiss. So that's nice. The second type of serious relationship I'm going to talk about is common law. I'm going to base it off of the province of Alberta's um, regulations on common law and what it is, but every province is slightly different. Common law is technically marriage. I don't know how this happened, but common law is a marriage. It's not as non-ceremonial marriage. So it's where the government kind of looks at you as a married couple legally because you've been living together and doing things together for so long. None of the wedding party must be under the influence, which is really news to me. So take that as you will. 
then you're going to need the registration of marriage form. It's going to need to be signed by the two people getting married and the two witnesses and the person who is registered through vital statistics to actually perform the ceremony. So after the ceremony is a whole nother thing. The person who performs the marriage ceremony gets to keep your marriage license portion of the registration. Two, the person who performs the marriage sends that registration of marriage portion to vital statistics within 48 hours of the ceremony. Then the registration of marriage, it's a legal document. It becomes the official record of marriage and is permanently archived with vital statistics. The information on the registration of marriage is used to create government-issued marriage documents, which you're going to be getting back, and that's how you're going to change your name on everything. As soon as you get your marriage license back, your marriage certificate, then you can go ahead and change your names if that's something that you're doing. It's really important. It is exhausting, but it's highly important. And really, that's all that I think I need to cover on the legalities of getting married and how to actually do it. We jumped through a whole bunch of different concepts here, but I think all are very worthy. Whether that's setting up boundaries, talking about moving in together, talking about how many kids you're going to have, whatever you want to do. It's really important to set up boundaries and set up expectations. And it's also important to be protecting your assets and making sure that things work right for your relationships. Relationships are important, but relationships are also serious. So this was less about the romance of it all and more about the logistics. Thank you so much for tuning in. I highly appreciate it. Follow me on Instagram at FreeKayla and feel free to message me if if you want to. I'm here. I'm kind of like a robot, but I'm here. And friggin' rock on. Make life yours and have fun in your relationships. <laughs>